Yeah, uh, hi. Um, could I just get a hamburger, some fries, and some... This isn't a real restaurant! This is a sketch! All this stuff... It's fake! It's fake! Get it! Okay, well, in that case, uh, let me just get a hot dog. You don't understand! This is a comedy show! I am a comedy actor! See, you can't get any food here, sir! So you have to leave! Beat it! On the Lord Hut, here a hut, Nick. On the Lord Hut, here a hut, Nick, Nick. On the Ricky Dicky Low, while living number one, Nickelodeon. Morning, blowholes. This is Big Orange Couch, the 90s Nickelodeon podcast, where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. My name is Melissa. I'm Joey. I'm Andrew. And and, and Melissa's back. Yeah. Here. Yeah, blowholes. <laughs> uh, here we are together again. Yeah. The, another the, episode. The reviews from last week, Melissa, raving. Oh, wow. <laughs> people, people loved having that female voice on the couch. <laughs> So here we are on a new episode. Number 14. Um, 14, wow. Yeah, we're past that spooky 13. <laughs> <laughs> now we're up for something, well, almost 13 related, but yeah, yeah. Um, we're going to be talking about our bottom five Nickelodeon characters. Yeah. So who who really bothered us throughout the Nickelodeon run or who yeah. just didn't do it? You know. Right. Yeah, it's our first delve into negative. Yeah. Uh, we, we've been generally pretty positive, even when we haven't like liked something. <laughs> we've we've had our Fergusons, and this is this... practically a Ferguson episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. We'll dedicate it to Jason Zimler. Yeah, Jason yeah. Zimler, yeah. who I understand. <laughs> is he has like a lot of things in common with Ferguson? He's like an ultra conservative. Oh really? He's, I think like he is his character. Wow! Oh, that's I like the that. actor like... that plays Ferguson. Yeah. yeah, I did not know that. Okay, uh, yeah. I like that. He's he's <laughs> oh, become <wow>. Ferguson. <laughs> um, his identity. <laughs> so before we get started, I just want to ask you, Melissa, um, what were the, how, what was it like uh, watching these shows as a girl? And were you ever did you ever feel like there was a show that was like just for boys, or like you felt alienated? buy that you know what no because i did not grow up with any older siblings i grew up with you andrew and your younger brother alex who's also my cousin obviously (laughs) so i grew up like wanting to be like andrew and alex my cousin so i just had big brothers sort of so Uh. i never found myself like identifying with anybody Mm. actually like Alex Mack. I didn't really identify with any of those. I just, I really liked what you guys liked. But that, I mean, that could be anything. That could just be. Did you feel like you identified with boy or girl? Like, was there something on Nickelodeon that you felt like got you? No, I never identified <laughs> with like a gender. <laughs> I just... No, no, no. But like a character or oh, a show that uh... really just like rooted itself as Nailed like, it this home. is, this is my thing. Mm, no. Like, you, I, if you had to pick something that represented Nickelodeon for you? Oh, Pete and Pete. Mm. But it's hard to tell because I was so young and Andrew always loved Pete and Pete mm. so much. So, mm-hmm. And my father also loved Pete and Pete. Mm. So right. that was a huge, a huge thing in our yeah. family. Like, that was what we talked about a lot. <laughs> I remember. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I bet you it's like I have two older sisters 
And then uh, my middle sister really liked basketball. So as the younger brother, I thought I'd really impress her all the time by like getting like posters. <laughs> like I like, got a Shaquille O'Neal poster and like put it on my wall. And be, like, really? She's going to be so impressed with this. And of course, I mean, she was, she didn't really care. But you're, you know, you're always striving to kind of. That's I, really neat. As a, as a boy, yeah. you try to impress your older sister. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. I don't know that at all. Yeah. I don't know what that's like. Like my oldest sister liked Alanis Morissette. And really? so it was like, oh, I, I better get on this. I better learn <laughs> wow. all the words to you ought to know. <laughs> Do you now know? <laughs> I, I ought to. <laughs> um, I'll just say that for me, um, and like how I relate Nickelodeon to like us hanging out and stuff as kids, um, mm-hmm. I think Snick was really the thing. Oh, like yeah. I just always remember uh, being together for that, yes. and like just kind of connecting over that and bonding over it. So um, that was my big thing, and still kind of like oh, really yeah. resonates with one, me. I will say one of my fondest childhood memories was New Year's Eve. It was a huge deal at my <laughs> my parents' old house, and all the kids would go upstairs. Be where the TVs and the bedrooms were, where like none of the like drunk adults were hanging out, and it was, it was a snick night, but it was, I mean, we didn't know it was going to be a repeat night. We didn't mm-hmm. know, but we were all geared up, like just the kids watching TV, and we love the Ghastly Grinner, but mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. the Ghastly Grinner repeat yeah. episode, and we were so <laughs> devastated. <laughs> we were just. Uh, Waiting for that this new is, episode. This yeah. is what you have on New Year's. Yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, Ghastly Grinner is a great one. So it we is. weren't, we weren't so upset. But at the same time, you were geared up for yeah, a new yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. That was like that was your midnight. Yeah. yeah, that was. I mean, I'm not joking. That was my biggest childhood memory. If you're talking about Nickelodeon shows, it was the Ghastly Grinner, Grinner repeat on uh, New Year's Eve with yeah. Andrew. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. As a kid, like, waiting for that new episode yeah. to come on. And yeah. just, that might have been the first time I ever waited for a new episode of anything. And yeah. then it wasn't. <laughs> That's interesting. It was the worst. That's and a- if it was the 13th floor, I, that was it. <laughs> yeah, that would have made it worse. <laughs> that was the worst We're night going- of my life. <laughs> we'll just go to bed. <laughs> Forget it. Forget New Year's. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, but that's interesting. It's interesting because thinking back on it, like a lot of like big family parties, I have memories of the adults having a good time and me just (laughs) going to the basement to watch what was ever on the. So like my memory of Halloween and New Year's and Christmas is sitting in the basement, uh, Nickelodeon brainwashing me. Yeah, but it it was good. It was like a time where all like a holiday came up. And it was, you were looking forward to, like, the holiday block of Nickelodeon yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was the kids' time away from the adults. Yeah. It was that lineup. Kids yeah. world, man. Now, well, I just, now I just watch Twilight Zone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a little different, <laughs> yeah. but still kind of in the same vein. Yeah. 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 All right. So uh, we're talking about our bottom five characters. Lowest of the low on Nickelodeon. <laughs> Yeah, and there's no criteria, right? It's just yeah. kind of what... Yeah, we didn't really set rules for this, um, but I had a tough time coming up with bad stuff. I think I, I really like a lot of it still. Yeah. So this is hard for me. But You want to you wanna kick us off? Yeah, jumping right in. Number five, Elmira. Come on, little squirrely. Take the nice peanut. Oh. Uh. 
Now I have a cute little squirrely really do pet and love and charge and squeeze. I'll take you home and lock you in a nice little cage and never, never, ever let you out except to pet you and love you and hug you and squeeze you. Um, not, not an original Nickelodeon character, but... I just rem really remember disliking her as a character. <laughs> she really, she kind of one note. Um, her th whole thing was like being so obsessed with the animals that she accidentally squeezed them to death. Yeah, yeah, starts hurting them. Yeah. So um, she was just really annoying. Most annoying character I could come up with. A yeah. So that's Tiny Toons, right? Yeah. Yeah. Tiny Toons. And um, I guess did, what did Tiny Toons originally air on? <sighs> Man. Maybe it was like WB or like whatever that was at the time. Steven Spielberg's channel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, she was like the Elmer Fudd, like, yeah. uh, mirror right. or whatever. Right. What have you. So, which Elmer Fudd also, like, one of my lesser, yeah. one of the characters I liked less. So, that's her, <laughs> number five. Yeah. She just squeezed the life out of those. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not, and she really had no redeeming qualities. No, yeah. Once was I would just a lot, of, and I would describe this as some of the people on my list. Once was enough. Like if you had Elmira as just a little bit, yeah, would have been good. Yeah, but she was, she, she reoccurred too often. Yeah. Okay. So that's it. That's my five. Very good. Do you have a five, Melissa? You know what? what I only you? have four. Okay. But what do you want to start I, it for? Well. You know what? I had four, but I'll just tell you right now. I did not even know that Tiny Toons was an option. Oh. The whole cast of Tiny Toons would have been all five. <laughs> I hated that show. So that's your five. <laughs> I'll just get, I'll is. just group it up as my number five. Okay. The ensemble of Tiny Toons. Oh, that show. Yeah. I hated that show. Ah. I just was never very interested. What about what we did on our summer vacation? The special summer episode? No, that, I don't even remember what okay. that show said. I thought that was I a pretty good that, episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, never interested. Okay, all right. <laughs> <I> respect that. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, okay, well, my number five is uh, maybe not a surprise to those who have been listening so far. My number five is Ren from wow. Ren and Stimpy. Wow. Oh, my um, goodness. And part of what went into my list, not for every character, but the majority of my list are characters that I disliked enough that I didn't continue to watch the show. Um, so, I listen, I know I'm looking at two Ren and Stimpy fans right now, so I'm feeling the heat, sweating a little bit. Uh, but he was just too abrasive for me. Um, I didn't really find his screaming to be humorous. Stimpy was more my spirit animal. Uh, but... Ren really monopolized a lot of the episodes, and so yeah. I think I quit on Ren and Stimpy just because I felt like Ren wasn't worth the trouble. Really? That's like a dagger to the heart. Uh, I felt like he was important. <laughs> yeah, like, he, he was, was the, the David force. Spade to his Chris Farley. <laughs> yeah. Like, that, he was a very yeah. important But that's the problem. I couldn't get past comparison. him. If you don't like the character, if you don't like Ren, you can't really watch Ren and yeah. Stimpy. Yeah. Oh, but you yeah. love Tommy Boy. Everybody loves Tommy Boy. <laughs> Yeah, that's a great comparison. Um, I loved Ren, but I, I can see where you're coming from. I just, he definitely did drive the show. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the thing that stuck out to me is if there's a character on my list that prevented me from watching the show. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Ren. Very good. I mean, mm. not good, but yeah, I get it. <laughs> okay. 
Um, well, my number four <laughs> is one I'm not sure how many people will recognize, but Ashley from the series 15. Uh, wow, no. 15 <laughs> is so good. <laughs> oh my gosh, 15. She's a quiet talker. Maybe we could hear a little bit from her right here. It's no big deal. It is, Matt. It's a really big deal. So <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> That's, that pretty much nails any time she's ever been on the show, how she talks. Uh, just... I mean, I didn't like the show to begin with, but she's the pinnacle of, like, really driving home the point of the show, which I just, uh, it was not for me. Yeah, for those of you who don't remember 15, it was Nickelodeon's attempt at, like, a high school Yeah, it was almost like Degrassi, I I guess. Soap opera, almost. I was a big fan of Degrassi. It was not as good as Degrassi, though. Oh, no. It was like... (laughs) They couldn't get Drake. They couldn't get Drake. (laughs) To me, the defining characteristic of 15... (laughs) 15 is that in any shot there's maybe two extras that, like <laughs> yeah, you can tell yeah. the show did not have enough money to yeah. supply a back like a classroom was empty the cafeteria <laughs> was always empty the, the hallways were depressing so it's like this quiet soap opera on nickelodeon if you have not seen 15 <laughs> i'm being sort of ironic here it's not a good show but it's definitely worth checking out because it'll definitely make you giggle yeah <laughs> Well, that's it. That's yeah. my number four. Wow, that's a that's a deep cut. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my number four. Yeah. You know what? I'll say Ferguson because okay. Ferguson will be my number four, probably because it's so obvious. <laughs> and I mean, maybe it's me being a girl, no, but a- I remember turning. I just. <laughs> I would walk out of the room if he was not in a scene. He was just so obnoxious. Ferguson. I didn't even love to hate him. I just hated him. He he sucked. All right. All right. I am sorry. I, wow. I, I liked his anti- antagonistic nature toward Clarissa, but yeah. uh, I can feel you on that. Buzz off, Bozo. Now, is that any way to talk to your loving older sister? What's this, a new whipped cream diet? You dark dim head. You're spoiling my view of the screen. What do you want, anyway? Oh, just to be near you. To bask in your golden glow and hope that maybe some of your luck rubs off on me. Fat chance. You'll never be as lucky as I am. Yeah. I think he... I think they pushed his character to a line where he... You almost couldn't laugh with him. Yeah. Um, or even at him because he was so <laughs> aggravating. And I think that's a major flaw with Ferguson. But that's ah. But I loved the like dynamic between the brother yeah. and sister. Yeah, yeah. It's like rarely did I find it entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> the arguments between the two of them. Okay, okay. I just wanted him off that yeah. screen. Yeah, I got you. As someone with two sisters, I I couldn't relate to that relationship at at all. <laughs> um. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. A good pick. My number four pick is Cousin Skeeter. Hmm. Sounds like a challenge. You don't think I can do it? You know Rome wasn't built in a day, Bobby, but that's only because they didn't have Skeeter on the job. Step back. Should take me about 15 minutes, which makes the time now, um, quarter to four. Ah! Quarter to four! Get it! <laughs> Ooh. Um, this is not a show I would say I frequently watched, and, uh, because I... I don't know the year, but I just think I was wearing out on Nickelodeon at that point. But I went back in preparation for this episode, and I said, okay, let me check out Cousin Skeeter. And I just cannot believe how um, strangely unlikable this character (laughs) is. 
<laughs> and the fact that he is the focus of the show. So it's a puppet. Cousin yeah. Skeeter is a puppet. Everybody else in the show is real. And he is... I think they tried to make him so zany that he was fun and likable, mm-hmm. but to me it was zany makes my skin crawl a little bit. Um, he was almost my number five. Um, boy, I I definitely remember not liking it. L- not liking the show in general, and I mm-hmm. think it's because... look at, And I did watch a few clips now, um, and it's like Cousin Skeeter is always trying to be the joke. He's the joke yeah. of the show. Yeah. And it just never pays off. Like, no. it's never funny. No. And it, he's almost like the Jar Jar Binks. Where it's like, <laughs> oh my gosh! It's, great, it's, that's a great... Yeah. yeah. It's like, there's a joke lined up, and like they set it up, and the main characters laugh, and you are left like, <laughs> I don't know what's <laughs> happening, or why this is funny. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah this is a solid pick. And it's, it's weird, because there is a lot of Cousin Skeeter fans out there. Like, if you skim... I think if you, Chris... If, if you, was, yeah, yeah. Chris, Chris really? picked him as his twin brother. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, really? Oh, yeah, that's Chris right. wanted to be a puppet, I guess. Uh, but oh, if, wow. you, if you skim 90s Nickelodeon Twitter, there's a real hmm. fan base for Cousin Skeeter, so I'm, I'm going to apologize, but uh, I don't know how. <laughs> I, I thought about it, but I thought, maybe I just don't remember the yeah. show well enough yeah. that it was as awful as I remember it. You um, remember it correctly, as it turns out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's All right. a good one. Well, moving on to number three. <laughs> Interestingly here, another Ashley for me. Ask Ashley. Yeah. Uh, boy. Amanda Bynes on all that. Yeah. yeah. Never liked it. Uh, just always hit me the wrong way. Claudia writes, Dear Ashley, that's me. Dear Ashley, I live in a two-story house, and my room is upstairs. Every morning when it's time to go to school, I jump out the window. So far, I've broken my leg 17 times. Do you have any helpful suggestions for me? Well, Claudia, I do have a little suggestion for you. Use the stinking stairs! The stairs! I die! I'm Claudia, and I jump out the window because bloody, bloody, blah! Just use the stinking stairs! I mean, it was, maybe it was funny for the first time, like, just hitting, you know, like, one of those SNL sketches that's, like, one note. Yeah. But then they played it over and over. I mean, yeah, just sucked it dry. Sucked the idea dry. Um, Can I, can I make a comment on that? That's the one where she goes, dear, actually. Yeah, yeah. My best friend and I grew up (laughs) making our own videos. Uh. <laughs> Andrew knows Lindsay very well. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We have made many Dear Ashley skits. And I have them on video and we would, we thought they were hysterical. And we would record them and I'm sitting on my bed. That's me. But it would be Dear Melissa. That's me. And we thought it was so funny, like screaming at the camera of what an idiot the person writing in that letter was, which yeah. is awful as an adult to think about. But, oh, man, we really got a kick out man, of I that. Hate, I hate to uh, rain on your parade then. You know, I didn't know it was such a special thing. Lindsay is going to be so upset. <laughs> uh, 
Well. That was pretty obnoxious. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We were pretty obnoxious. Andrew knows. <laughs> My number three, because it's kind of obscure. Mm-hmm. There was, I don't even remember the name of the Are You Afraid of the Dark episode, mm. but there were a lot of characters that were maybe a little irrationally mean <laughs> <laughs> to maybe their siblings or their parents, and there was a character, and it was played by Melissa Joan Hart, ah. and it was the episode, I say it all the time if I'm cold, but yeah. the yeah. ghost boy yeah. goes, I'm cold. <laughs> That one? Yeah. Frozen Ghost. The Tale of the Frozen Ghost. The Tale of the Frozen Ghost. Thank you, Joe. Yeah. It was, she, it was hard. I love that episode, but Mm -hmm. she was difficult because she was so mean. She was just such a jerk. Yeah, she was unrelenting. She didn't believe him. No. I mean, I felt, I felt bad for her little brother. But I remember watching You are a complete and total wuss. I am not. You are too. You're always finding an excuse not to do things. When are you going to quit being such a freak? I am not a freak. Yeah, right. If it weren't for me, you'd be a total couch potato sitting at home playing a nice safe video game in your nice clean clothes. Do you think do you think like Melissa Joan Hart was like, I want a challenge. Give me <laughs> I wanna play against character type here. I've been playing Clarissa for right. years. Give me something to chew on. Give me a sensitive <laughs> Ferguson. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I do complete rem- opposite. Yeah, I do remember her in that episode being just yeah, a total negative Nelly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Good pick. Yeah. Thank- oh, thanks. Very good pick. Thank you. Uh, for my number three, another all that character, oh, I went with Miss Hushbum, who is played by Lori Beth Denberg, and she is more commonly known as the Loud Librarian. Yeah. Can you please keep it down a bit? Her shtick is from minute one to minute four of the sketch, uh, screaming, this is a library, and then, you know, the, fe- the joke being that she's being loud and everybody's freaked out by it. Yeah. I went back and I watched some clips of Miss Hushbum, uh, and if you want to find it, you're going to have to just search Loud Library and all that. Um, I mean, the sketches lasted forever. Ever. <laughs> like, 20 seconds was enough for the joke. I, I feel like Lori Beth was used best in that vital information where it was like short bursts of mm-hmm. Lori Beth, but she had multiple characters. Miss Fingerly, her, where her thing was just screaming at people. And kind of along with Ren, I, yeah. I just don't find screaming very humorous. Uh, and that was. Uh, I'm just getting stressed thinking about it. <laughs> I get behind that. Um, the only reason I even think I, the only thing I like about it is, um, I guess in my experience, uh, librarians have kind of been like that mm-hmm. almost, mm-hmm. like very angry. At least in school, the school librarians. Oh boy, yeah. they wouldn't put up with anything. So it was like almost accurate to real life. But as far as the sketch goes, yeah, I get it. I get it. Wasn't wasn't my speed. Okay. 
to bring up Chris Farley again, it reminded <laughs> me of, I'm sorry, but no, yeah. it reminded me of an SNL Chris Farley thing. Yeah. I, that's probably what they were shooting for, because yeah. he would have been really big at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, he was still been on SNL, and so I bet Lori, I think all those kids, like, um, what was the dark-haired kid's name? Josh? Josh Server was Josh his name. Server. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you could tell he was a um, Jim Carrey yeah, yes. you know, you could tell he was really trying to get his Jim Carrey on, right? Uh, and I think Lori Beth was really just doing whatever was loud and funny. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah, good, teach good their pick. own. Yeah, yeah, good but uh, <laughs> I mean, but oh. as we found, Keenan, calm and steady wins the race. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, good one. So my number two. There's a lot to dislike about this show, but I went with Baby Jeffrey from uh. Wienerville. Uh, <laughs> maybe forgot. the worst Wienerville character, in my opinion. Just like Mark <laughs> Wiener as this baby, his weird face. Like, yeah. Just the whole concept was <laughs> off putting. I don't know. <laughs> I don't it, it, most of it, I think, is it. just Mark Wiener's face. <laughs> it's uh, as a baby. Super wide eyes. Yeah, too upsetting. Just, <laughs> so horrible that, that's uh, I'm not even sure what uh, he said if he had any like catchphrases or anything yeah. he like usually introduced the show but did you like Wienerville I cause you know what my first memory of Wienerville let me just bring you back to when Wienerville started <laughs> I was at my grandparents house and like there was nobody no other kids around at the moment mm-hmm. and it was just me and I was watching a Wienerville marathon yeah. in their basement and it was just so depressing that since then i can't stand wienerville <laughs> wow interesting okay i mean that first experience yeah it can it can take things important start, yeah yeah. yeah yeah ah. and it did <laughs> uh i think that's part of my problem with hey dude uh no hey dude characters made my list but uh <laughs> The first time I remember watching Hey Dude was also the first time I had tried black licorice, and it Ooh. had made me very <laughs> ill. Black licorice is awful. <laughs> well, I, I know that now. <laughs> I was maybe four I at the time. I do not blame you. We don't know who these weirdos are that like black licorice out there. <laughs> but I really associate Hey Dude with my black, li- black licorice illness. Uh, so I think there's something to that. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Well, this whole podcast is tainted because you just black licorice. You just don't like Hey Dude. <laughs> it's black licorice's fault. Yeah. But in all fairness, Hey Dude is not a good show. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to black licorice. So. All right. So Melissa's number two. Um, Josh Server from Ooh, All That hey, okay. is actually all his my characters? number two. Yeah. Just every, I just, uh, he was too much like Jim Carrey. <laughs> yeah. Tra- I'm sorry, but Ear Boy is the first thing that comes uh, to mind. Yeah. Just the, I hated. So obnoxious. <laughs> I mean, he made it on the show. Good for him. Yeah. yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. I'm sure he worked very hard. But yeah. stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! <clears throat> I mean, stop telling me your fingers cold. I know. I don't disagree with you. It's cold. Up in the hut. You're quite right. Cold. Cold. Just take it down a notch. Yeah. yeah. A little too much yelling, overacting. <laughs> he did something with his mouth when he talked. I think it was a Jim Carrey thing. Yeah. Like this way of moving yeah. your mouth. 
in a way that is supposed mm-hmm. to be comedic, but it's just like... I imagine his room yeah. was just covered in Jim Carrey posters. He was his hero. I mean, I get it. You know, he was his, like, yeah. uh, role model. But as a kid who loved Jim Carrey, yeah. and you can attest to this, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I got... When, <laughs> Bat- when Batman Forever came out, I got a question mark shaved into the back of my head for the Riddler. Oh, God. I forgot about that, but... Yeah. I, so I love Jim Carrey, but even still, I, as a kid, was going, this guy's not Jim Carrey. Like, <laughs> give it up, brother. Yeah, yeah. No yeah, offense I, to I him. I just, no, yeah. I remember if he was in a skit, like, ugh, it's the same, it's the same guy. It's just yeah. this kid trying to be Jim Carrey. Feel yeah. it. Yeah. All right. My number two is another main character that prevented me from enjoying the show, and that is Cat Dog. Mm. So, okay. cat cat dog is um, I don't even know how to get into it. I just don't like the char- anything about the character. Uh, cat is they're both just kind of not very nice, and they're always I'm just annoying. I'd describe them as annoying. It's Ren and Stimpy esque. Yes, not quite as good. Well, not nearly as good, but. Uh, very weird. The whole the settings were weird. They yeah. were very dark yeah. and kind of depressing. Yeah, I, uh, I, I never really liked it. No, uh, there there was nothing to there was nothing to latch on to. In Ren and Stimpy's defense, there was things even if you didn't like Ren that maybe you could latch mm-hmm. on to. Um, I and, liked the mouse character. Yeah, yeah, and Cat Thinking Dog. Back yeah. yeah. Um, and one other thing I noticed about Cat Dog, and I rewatched some of it this week, I just barely was able to get through it, uh, is that I did not like the choices for the voice actors. Mm. So I think that's probably something we don't think very much about with cartoons. I think mostly they get it right. Yeah. But in Cat Dog, it just seemed like uh, I, I just didn't like the voices mm. in the show. And there's some really good voice actors. Tom Kenny's on it, uh, Billy West, but... Um, didn't work for me. Okay. Good pick. Huh. Well, number one. I this is a little unconventional here, but I want it's two characters as number one. It is the mom and dad on You Can't Do That on Television. <laughs> oh, hey. Well, what are you watching, son? Uh, it's a show about the great outdoors. Hmm. You like the great outdoors, do you? Yeah, I think it's great. Good. I'll give you a chance to sample it firsthand. Take out the garbage. <laughs> Alistair, you're fine. Oh, no, Les Lie? I, you know, I know people love Les Lie, and I can appreciate it now, him now, yeah. in certain characters. Yeah. But the mom and dad, boy, like, <laughs> very, as a kid especially, very depressing and, like, almost, like, aggressive. Yeah. toward these kids, which yeah. was very... Just a whole uncomfortable experience for me. But that's how you could describe almost all of... You can't do that on television as yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah, it is very uncomfortable. Just, I, uh, I always think back to the sketch where they're, like, torturing... The, where the kid, is, in the, the kid is pretty much strapped to, like, a medieval in device. in the dungeon, yeah. yeah. And there's, like, a firing squad of yeah. kids. Yeah. Very odd that they get away with all this. Yeah, yeah. But that's... it scared me i mean like scared the hell of me, really yeah. maybe more than already for the dark or anything you know that yeah. was meant to be scary this yeah. is just a weird thing and so. the way it was filmed was kind of like 
like a uh, dirty like yeah. it felt like you're watching something gross yeah <laughs> but i think it was just the quality of the film maybe probably but, um yeah okay yeah. i could appreciate that those of them i know the parents from you can't do that until <laughs> my number one is cat dog hey wow. <laughs> that show sucked i will not stand for this humiliation Oh, relax, dog. We're not laughing at you. We're we're laughing with you. No, you're not. Cause I'm not laughing. I mean, I don't. I'm. I've never, as a child, looked and saw Cat Dog was on and thought, Oh, what episode is it? No, never. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't remember not any specific episodes. No, no, definitely not. Huh. You, but you like Cat Dog, don't you? I mean, I thought it was all right. Like, I did watch it occasionally mm-hmm. when it was on, but I i mean, thinking back about it now, I can't remember anything really specific about it, which kind of, I think, speaks to its forgettableness. Well, you heard it here, people. Andrew <laughs> loves Cat Dog. <laughs> Tune in next week for our verses. I'll be uh, doing Pete and Beat, and he'll be doing Cat, cat Dog. Cat versus Dog. <laughs> you lose no matter what. Yeah. All right. Anything else? Oh, no, that's it. That show sucks. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And my number one, we've already heard it, is Ashley from All That. (laughs) Ask Ashley. I'm sorry, Melissa. Um, Uh, Anti feminist. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a good thing you're here to ground us. Uh, But really. Kind of like you did Josh's server, I really feel like I could probably just do Amanda Bynes because, like, the, she had her Valley Girl character, which I really dislike. Yeah. Um, she was just, she kind of, kind of the same thing as Josh's server, where she was just always overacting. Uh, and I think that's a problem. She was not a good actress. Um, is, I don't know if she's still doing anything, but um, Ask, Ask Ashley was so aggressive. And, and I mean, why? Why is she being such a jerk? Uh, I mean, chill out. Just I guess that's and the same, joke. Yeah. Uh, same thing. Same problem as loud, loud Librarian, which is it would be maybe good if she read one letter and out. Yeah. Uh, and maybe this isn't really her fault because she's not in control of, like, writing the sketches mm-hmm. necessarily. But it was, like, four or five minutes of her just screaming at people. Telling what idiots. They <laughs> yeah, are. yeah. With that, she always had that punctuation of "man," uh, and it just felt not funny ever. Not then. Not now. Right, I'm I'm sorry. Oh no, I understand. <laughs> Actually, my fiance now, Max. Yeah. When I was prepping for this episode, and I thought, oh, I have to come up with my, you know, least five. He kept saying. Amanda Bynes, everything <laughs> Amanda Bynes has ever done. Yeah, yeah. And did you watch the Amanda show? Yes, I, and you liked I it? did. Well, you know, I like Josh. I was a big fan of Josh as a as a young mm. girl. He was cute. Sure. I loved when they did the joke when he, she would hit him in the face with a fish. <laughs> yeah, sure. I, I was a fan of the show. Okay. But, well, I'm. I don't oh, agree. Here I'm, we are. I don't I'm, agree. I'm firmly in Max's corner. Uh, <laughs> Oh, there it is. So we had two repeats, Ashley and Cat yeah. Dog, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, if you're a Cat Dog fan, I'm I'm not sure we'll be talking a lot about it on this podcast, but yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, like always, we're gonna do uh, close calls and Fergusons, and this week we're gonna do 
what would YouTube do? Uh, but we're gonna st- we're gonna start with close calls. Um, my cl- my one close call because this list was so hard for me to come up with bad characters was Cousin Skeeter. Yeah, yeah. You know we've talked about him. He's <laughs> forgettable. Uh, yeah. I don't know if much more needs to be said. All right. Cool. Did you have any close calls? Um, I was the same because I remembered thinking that show was also terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I I didn't like, it, but I thought, oh, maybe I have something wrong. Maybe I didn't. Watch it now. But no, now I will add it. Okay. Andrew agrees. <laughs> and I want to be just like my big cousin Andrew. Aww. Aww. <laughs> That's nice. Uh, I had two close calls. Um, I had Tucker from Are You Afraid of the Dark? <sighs> Good pick. Who um, was the constant <laughs> thorn in the side of Gary. Uh, and when he really... That's actually Tucker at his most likable. When Tucker takes over the Midnight Society is when he really uh, turns into... <laughs> Something else. I, I haven't seen many episodes when he took over. Yeah. It, no he, good. <laughs> uh, he's just not likable. Okay. Uh, and then my other one was, uh, it was Dill Pickle. Hmm. Um, and the the reason this is, is not because I have a problem with a baby cartoon character. Mm-hmm. It's because I associate Dill Pickle with the end of when I wanted to watch Rugrats. So mm-hmm. if I saw an episode with Dill, I pretty much tuned out, uh... If it's pre-Dill, I was like, okay, this is probably the good stuff. Hmm. Um, so I, I just associate that character with the end of... I feel that. Yeah. Uh, something else, though, that kind of came along with that transition for Rugrats that I liked was Rugrats All Grown Up. Hmm. Uh, it didn't last for that long, but I just liked it. I'd like to see what happened to the characters I, when they I got older. You were? I or? was. I, yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. It's good. I had some good stuff to it that was maybe mm-hmm. the latest nickelodeon thing i could get into right there like i it agree ended it. sorry, sorry no, no it's good all right all right stop all pooping right. on dill okay right. nothing personal um, um then we'll yeah. move on to ferguson's Do you want to explain? Okay, Ferguson this week was a little weird, a little different. Uh, so we were kind of trying to go for, like, best of the worst or, like, a character that was almost, like, so bad he was good. Yeah. So so not necessarily because we just did a list of characters we didn't like. Yeah. So this yeah. is someone who you maybe are supposed to dislike, but you can't help yeah. but liking. Yes. Perfect. All right, so these are our Fergusons. So I am pretty proud of this one. <laughs> My Ferguson is Teddy Forsman. It's called a hole. What, you didn't know that? Wow. Oh, oh man, he's so good. <laughs> yes. yes, he's a good one. He's a good one. Just, uh, so his whole character is like annoying Pete, Big Pete and the family oh, eventually. Yes. And just uh, being kind of relentless with the way he is and oh. kind of alienating them. Yeah. Um, but, so you're kind of like supposed to be annoyed by him, but, and you... You do feel it, but it, he's such a good character. He pulls it off so well. Uh, it's so good. Oh, he's so perfect. In the episode X equals Y, where uh, you know they're doing the math equation, <laughs> he's that he's that annoying student that literally has gone to the train station to try to figure out the math problem. And 
the catchphrase of excelente. Excelente. Mm, mm, mm. There it is. <laughs> Magical. Uh, Teddy Forsman. So that, that's yeah. my you know favorite irritating character. Yeah. There, there's that season three episode where he moves in with the Wrigley's. Yes. That's why I was uh. watching it today. It's so good. <laughs> so good. Yeah. It's perfect. That's a that's a great uh, Ferguson. Yeah. Melissa, did you have a Ferguson? My, yes, I did. And <laughs> mine is Paper Cut from Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. He That's a good was one. so cringy. <laughs> he had paper cuts all over him. He was hard he was hard to look at, hard to watch. He yeah. was really he was he was great. Nobody here to fight your battles, chicken breath. Just you, me, and my new ivory bond. Yeah. 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 Every Every bad guy, and I'm doing quote fingers right now, uh, every bad guy on Pete and Pete is kind of that way. Paper cut, pit stain, mm -hmm. endless mic. Right. Uh, where you know there's a human in there, but yeah. it's just buried deep. Sure. <laughs> yeah. And paper cut especially had a very weird quality to him. He I'm not sure what it was. Yeah. Something just very yeah. off-putting or something. Very Good pick. Uh, mm -hmm. And he cut the rim off Pete's hat. Yeah. Jerk. <laughs> I think that's one of the last episodes with, uh, I think, before Artie leaves. Yeah, I think that Ar was like Artie's part of the Artie thing. Yeah, um, yeah. It's funny that you mentioned the cutting the rim, brim off the hat because yeah. I often still imagine that now. Um, somehow, like, I don't know why it comes into my head, mm -hmm. but uh, something very weird about it, I guess. Yeah. It was like, it wouldn't have actually happened, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So it was odd. Yeah, that's a cool choice. Yeah. Um, Wow. So for my Ferguson, I'm also going from the Pete and Pete universe, and it's Mr. Slurm. Wow. <laughs> uh, and if you don't remember Mr. Slurm, he's in Tool or Die, and he is the shop teacher uh, that that Big Pete is half annoyed with, half trying to impress. Uh, and Slurm is just... Uh, he cannot be impressed. Um, <laughs> and he's having them work on the secret project, and he seems kind of, uh, you know, just unlikable. But in the end, he's just, he was having Pete work on that air conditioner, yeah. and uh, he, he knew, he was he was pressing all the right buttons. That's a really great character. Uh, one of the, the thing I remember from that episode most is him, when Pete finds out that he's made the air conditioner, yeah. and he goes through the setting. <laughs> It is three settings. Relax, Mr. Wrigley. Calm down. Are you comfortable? Stop asking me that. Well, I want to know because I am very comfortable. I have been ever since you finished building this air conditioner for my office. That's it? An air conditioner? That's the special project? Oh, Mr. Wrigley, give yourself a little more credit. This isn't just an air conditioner. Look. It has three settings. Low, medium, and over here we have high. I prefer medium. You feel that? Medium. Yeah, it's uh, a it's a great character. I I was looking that guy up uh, and he's he acts a lot and stuff. Uh, and his, what's most surprising is his name. His first name is Jude. Huh. And I just would never think Mr. Slurm's name was Jude. <laughs> yeah. Um, so wow. I think I think that's a credit to Pete and Pete that they made characters who are supposed to be unlikable, but you end up really liking. Totally. Oh. Uh, yeah, you love even the bad guys. Yeah. 
Wow, three picks from Pete and Pete. That's yeah. surprising. And it could go much further, I would think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I almost thought of pit stain. <laughs> yeah. Oh, pit stain was truly yeah. gross. <laughs> Disgusting. But Endless Mike as well, while you're talking about it, uh, I yeah. mean, just a jerk, but at the same time, he's like fully developed as a character. Yes. And... He's willing to let Big Pete borrow his car for the date. Yeah. I mean, there's a, again, there's some humanity there. Yeah. Wow. Good, good Ferguson's. All right. And finally, we haven't done this in a maybe since our first episode uh it's time for a segment uh in which we look through the youtube comments uh and this is called what would youtube do So um, there was a couple YouTube comments that were almost the same thing for Ask Ashley that I really liked, Mm -hmm. which were something to the effect of, I like when... I like when she's real nice, and then she gets real mad <laughs> afterward. They they just describe the plot of the, yeah, the yeah. sketch, yeah. Of every sketch that is Ash, Ash, Ask Ashley. Um, and just overall, I noticed that uh, the Ask Ashley YouTube comments were actually largely positive. Yeah. I mean, I think people on the whole perf- like, like that sketch. Um, but on the other hand... The Ashley from 15 comments were largely negative. I cannot believe there's... Is 15 posted on YouTube? I just found one video that's like a montage of Ashley moments. Wow, okay. (laughs) So people are talking about it a little bit. Yeah, very against her on the whole. Oh, okay. I noticed the same thing for Ashley on... um, All that Ashley on Mm -hmm. YouTube. People were generally very supportive. One comment uh, that stood out to me from T.S. Wade 2... Uh, was that uh, they said, when my dad saw this, he says, that girl has bad behavior. And I told him, it's just a sketch. (laughs) Uh, And then one other YouTube comment I really enjoyed was uh, from Miss Hushbum, or the Loud Librarian. And this was posted three years ago by Mark (laughs) McCormick. And he says... To be honest, I can't understand why she feels the need to make so much noise. I truly believe that in the library, people should be respectful and quiet so that people can work. However, this librarian is quite loud. (laughs) I think she is not a very good librarian. Thank you for reading my thoughts on this librarian. And then there's four comments where people like absolutely cannot believe he doesn't understand the purpose of the sketch. Uh, someone's saying, it, that's the joke. A crazy librarian who is loud as hell but wants kids to be quiet. Uh, all right, so. Really good. Uh, I hope... Uh, actually, I like the comment whether it's being serious or not. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's good either way, yeah. Um, all right. So do, what are we doing... Next week. Well, next week, I think we're going to talk about Nick in the Afternoon. Yeah. Uh, one of our favorite times. When you when you saw Nick in the Afternoon coming up, you knew it was summer. Summer was coming. So I think it's appropriate midsummer yeah. episode. Uh, several people have asked us to talk about Stick Stickly in some mm. way. So this uh, episode oh. 15 will we'll definitely delve into what he means to us and yeah. uh, kind of our For overall sure. thoughts. Um, Melissa, I don't think you'll be back. No, I... I not, not, not next week. Not next week. Oh, no. But yeah, may, yeah. maybe again. Yeah, yeah, maybe. definitely. Uh, I think we enjoyed your 
uh, oh, did comments you? here. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's great. A strong two-week run. Oh, yeah. thank you very much. Great. Thanks. <laughs> I, I worked very hard. I'm, I hope I made you proud. Andrew, yes. <laughs> Andrew, I'm trying to be just like my big cousin. <laughs> well, <laughs> you've uh, succeeded. In, oh, you know, man. Yes. Fulfilling all my expectations as a guest. Thank you. So thank you so much for being here. It was great. Um, I think it's great to hear from a girl, hear what, you know, the different opinions. Yeah. I agree. I'm a voice for all females. <laughs> Just joking. That was a little broad. <laughs> uh, cool. Well, uh, if you want to get a hold of us in the meantime, we are on Twitter at uh, BOC Podcast as in Big Orange Couch Podcast. We love hearing from you guys. Um, you can also find us on Facebook. We are uh, on Podbean. You can subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, reviews are really helpful. Subscribing is really helpful. Telling a friend is very helpful. Um, so, very good. See you next time. Bye. <laughs>